Welcome to the Seek First CEO Podcast, a community for high-achieving kingdom women committed to seeking God first and keeping God first in all we do. If you believe you're called to impact the world through your gifts, then you're in the right place. Hi, friend. I'm Heather, teacher turned speaker and your host of the Seek First CEO Podcast. I'm passionate about helping ambitious, servant-hearted women find their worth in whose they are, not what they do. As a certified master neuroscience life coach, I help you connect the dots between biblical principles and brain science so you can take your thoughts captive and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I don't do surface, so we go deep here and we talk about the stuff underneath the surface because I wanna help you get to the source of your heart set and mindset roadblocks so you can have breakthrough by aligning your heart and mind with biblical truths. If your heart's desire is to grow in your relationship with Jesus, while fearlessly fulfilling your purpose and calling, then let's open up the word together and see what the Holy Spirit has to say about living your life in flow with Him. Are you ready? Then get excited for today's episode. Today's topic is one of the main things I have personally asked the Lord in my life throughout different seasons, and I think it's the number one question everybody wants to know. God, What did you create me to do? Often referred to as our purpose, often referred to as our calling or our assignment. And I want to break it down for you today and give you the three P's to uncovering your purpose and calling. This is actually taken from a portion of Bloom Academy, which is an eight week. I don't, I dare, I don't even like to call it a course. It really is an experience. It is the literal thing that God walked me through over a series of about a year as I, after losing my very profitable network marketing business that I thought was my life, you know, a lot of you know my story. When I lost that business, I really felt empty and I really felt like, what was I created to do? Like I couldn't have, God did not bring me this far to bring me this far. And I don't know who needs to hear that today, but God did not bring you this far just to leave you. He didn't bring you this far just to bring you this far and says, good luck, you know, nothing else is in store for you. However, I think there are some really important questions that, that God wants to ask us before he gives us the next assignment. So whether you feel like you have, you're in this holding pattern and you haven't received the next assignment or you're begging the Lord like I was in 2019, crying out to the Lord, Lord, tell me what you created me to do. Whatever it is, I will do it. I pray that today's episode gives you some points to pray into and to think about. And if you are like, hey, this all sounds great and I would love to do this with you, Heather. Like this is something that I would love to have a mentor, a coach, somebody to walk alongside me and answer these questions and process and discern. I am a verbal processor. So my coaches are my most important thing to me, minus obviously my relationship with the Lord. And so If that's you, there are 72 hours left from the launch of this podcast for you to be able to sign up for this round of Bloom Academy. I did not make a big deal out of this. In fact, this program I'm bringing out of hiding. It's been, it's been kind of in hiding. It's, it's something you get access to as an inner circle member, but I haven't run it as an actual group coaching program, which is me coming in every week. And in this round, I'm actually going to bring in one of the coaches who I have certified to coach in the same way that I, in the same methods that I do. 
And so it's bringing in neuroscience and biblical principles from both a business and life coaching perspective. All that to say, if this podcast intrigues you and you're like, yes, I want more of that and I want to walk alongside Heather, then sign up. We start next Wednesday, November 2nd. Uh, The group coaching calls will be every week for eight weeks. And the goal is that you have a business plan. You know what God is asking you to do and what are the steps that you get to take walking into 2023 with confidence and clarity on your purpose and calling. So let's talk about it. Number one, before we dive into this, what is your purpose? What is your calling? I feel like, and we talk about this in module one of Bloom Academy, and we talk about we often use purpose and calling synonymously as if they are the same thing. And God gave me the image of a tree with really deep roots and lots of branches. I'm looking out right now out of my office and it is fall here. We are experiencing the most beautiful foliage. I see green and yellow and orange and red, all shades of different trees in my backyard. And when he gave me this image, he helped me understand that our purpose never changes. So I wanna really simplify this for you today. Your purpose is to worship God to glorify God, to honor God, and to be in relationship with him. Literally, every the reason God created you was to be in relationship with him. And everything that you do, be it washing dishes at the kitchen sink, changing a dirty diaper, being a, an executive at you know a, a business, or being an entrepreneur, whatever that is, that is the way that you get to fulfill your purpose. And so this is that second part to that, is your calling. So he gave me this image of a tree and he said, Heather, your purpose never changes. It's like this tree trunk. It's like deeply rooted into the ground, this tree trunk. It's not moving. We're not moving this thing. I love that saying that you're not a tree. You can move. Well, in your purpose, it doesn't change. From before you were even born, God created you. He set you apart. He chose you and said, I'm creating her for a purpose. And the purpose is to be in relationship with God, to to be in communion with him. Literally think about Adam and Eve in the original garden. The design was to be in community and communion with God and and to work in the garden and to have dominion over all of the earth. Your purpose is still the same. Your calling are like the branches on the tree. And again, as I look out in the, in my out of my window here and I see these branches, right now a lot of these leaves are starting to fall off and they're changing. And I'm just going to throw this in there because one of my favorite quotes is, you know, autumn is about to show us how beautiful it is to let the dead things go. I don't know, plugging that in there. I don't know who needs to let something go. But oh my gosh, this site that I'm seeing, if you don't live uh, in a place where you get to experience the four seasons, then you probably don't quite know what I'm talking about. I used to live in Arizona and Texas for eight years. So I, I am... I just love October in Pennsylvania. It is so beautiful. As much as there are other things I don't love about Pennsylvania, I do love fall. So I'm going to keep talking about how amazing it is. All that to say, your calling is like the branch. And should I say branches? And so for me, let me give you an example. My purpose is to glorify, to honor, to worship God, right? It never changes. From birth till death, that is my purpose. That is why God decided to put me in, in, in on earth and, and create me. Now, I get to do that. When I was in high school, my purpose was still the same. Whether I honored it or not, it was still the same. But my calling looked a little different. 
in high school, that looked like, hey, the calling that I had in my life was to be a high school student, to get through high school. I did, I did cheerleading. I was in the band. You know, I did all these other things. And so the calling was the way that I got to fulfill my purpose. It was a way, and if you've participated in one of my other trainings, we talk about avida. It's the word worship, and it shows that there's multiple meanings of that. It's not just singing. It's, it's this idea of our work is our worship. And so our work is our calling. Our work is part of our purpose. And so however you get to worship the Lord is like these branches on the tree, and those can change. So for me in this season of my life, my purpose is still the same. But my calling, I'm a wife. That's one of the branches on my tree. I'm a mother. That's another branch on my tree. I am a friend. That's another branch on my tree. I am a coach. That's another branch on my tree. And so these things change. I'm a podcaster. That's another branch on my tree. So what are the branches on your tree? And here's the deal is these things change over time. Just like explaining my high school to college to my first career was a teacher. That used to be a branch on my tree and God changed that branch. I'm no longer teaching in the classroom, but I'm teaching in this capacity. I share that to say that your calling and your purpose are not the same thing and they do complement each other. The purpose never changes, the calling does. And so the question is, God, what was I created to do? Well, first and foremost, you were created to worship God, to honor God, to be in relationship with him, to, to glorify him with all you do and say. Whether again, it's washing dishes, changing a diaper, your, your career, whatever that is. So the question really that I want to encourage you, if you've been praying to God, what is my purpose or asking him or thinking about that? Don't, don't question that anymore. There, that is, there is no question about it. That's your purpose. You and I had the same one. How cool. We are sisters, right? And so what's the next thing? It's what is your calling and what is God asking you to do in this season? And what I find personally in my life, it pivots. It pivots with my experiences. It pivots with the growth spiritually. It pivots with my experiences professionally. A lot of you have been following my journey as an entrepreneur, right? I started in network marketing. That used to be a branch of my tree. It no longer is. However, God uses so many things that I learned in that space to be able to do what I do now. So the question really is, what is your calling? And I refer to this in the Bloom Academy as your zone of impact. I believe that God has given each of us a garden and we are asked to cultivate something in that garden. And that garden is considered our zone of impact. Listen, if you live across the country, you and I are probably going to impact different people. Now, granted, we have the internet, yes, but you are called to impact a certain group of people. So am I. And while some of those things might overlap, the reality is that you have a unique skill set, a unique makeup, a unique design that only you can deliver what God has created you to deliver. And that's why I'm going to give you the three P's to help you identify your zone of impact. Essentially, who is God calling you to serve in this season? And so whether you are in a pivot or you feel like maybe you have been Maybe you're stuck in a day job and you want to, you know, you've, you've, you really believe that God's called you to more. You just don't know what the more is. Then this is for you. All right. You ready to dive in? Hopefully you have a piece of paper because this is going to be an active exercise. So if you're driving or running or whatever, come back and do this. Especially if you are that one who is asking the Lord, what was I created to do? Number one is your passions. I want you to make a list of everything that you can think of that you are passionate about. Now, one of the things I want to caution you on, sometimes we can think passions are the things that we love. And while that is true, the definition of, pas of passions is, in fact, 
strong or powerful emotion, a powerful emotion such as anger or joy, a, a state of desire or love. And so this could look a little different. Let me give an example. So I have a friend who is really passionate about holistic healthcare and nutrition. And so that is something that she loves helping other moms discover and living a lifestyle of holistic health care, nutrition, all the things that fall under that. I have another friend that her passion is part of actually her story, and it's that she came out of new age, and she didn't know that she was wrapped up in witchcraft, and she didn't even know that what she was toying with was not of God, and so she ended up finding Jesus through coming out of new age, and so she is very passionate about exposing truth. So it could be a passion of anger, right? Maybe where she is angry at the enemy deceiving people. And then the opposite of that is my other friend who she is so passionate about. She has got inner healing and her family is healthy and all these things. And she has a more of a joyful passion about health. And so thinking of your passions, they can go both ways whether it's more of an anger or a joy. And so I want you to write out everything that you are passionate about. For example, for me, I'm passionate about Christian women living a surface Christian life, missing out on the depths of who God is. The woman who has heard the verse that God knows the numbers of hairs on your heads, but she's never encountered the Lord in a way that actually revealed to her that God sees her and cares about her and knows intimate details about her life that much. I am passionate about that. And it's why I have the seek first inner circle. I know that when we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and we spend time with the Lord and we learn how to be in relationship with him, hence our purpose, then we get to uncover and discover more about who he is. And in turn, then we get to discover more about who he created us to be. I am passionate about that. And I'm passionate about mindset. 3 John 1, 2 says, May you prosper in all things and be in good health as your soul prospers. This is the core to my coaching, my one-on-one coaching and my mastermind. I believe that the reason most women are not prospering in their business is because they have soul issues. They have soul wounds. And that your soul is your mind, your will, your emotions. And so I am passionate about helping women break free from the lies and whatever it is that is in their life. Those things I am so passionate about so much that I have courses about it, I coach about it, I talk about it, I do reels about it, right? So the question is, what are you passionate about? Now, eight years ago when I started my entrepreneurial career, I was passionate about helping moms who were postpartum learn how to really be healthy, not just about a pant size or fitting back into their pre-pregnancy clothes and not about being skinny, but truly how to feed and, and, nourish their bodies so that they could be a good mom and a good wife. My passions have changed and it's okay if yours have changed. And I think sometimes, especially as entrepreneurs, we can't be so married to the thing that we're doing that we aren't able to hear God when he says, Hey, it's time to pivot. I'm, I'm stretching you a little bit. I'm changing direction a little bit. And I do believe back to the idea of a garden, which we tie into a lot of com- concepts in Bloom Academy. And if you listen to my previous podcast called Garden of Favor, I talked a bit about that, but it was all about the garden. I believe each of us have a garden and that 
God is asking us to cultivate something and God is very aware of the things that burn us, that that just light our souls on fire, the things that we're passionate about. Again, being those things that anger us or the things that bring us a lot of joy. God cares about those things and for it's really important for you to identify those things in order for you to fulfill your calling in this season. I was just talking to a girl the other day and she was very successful in a network marketing company and she ends up saying, you know, I never really loved doing doing get ready with me is I never really loved doing makeups. It was just part of the job. And I believe so many women in network marketing, really what they signed up for was what they thought was going to be freedom and life and all these things. But what they ended up getting was a J-O-B. They ended up getting it and it's, it does have more flexibility and freedom from a daytime job, but it ends up still being something that doesn't even light your soul on fire. Now, I am so thankful for my network marketing opportunities because it really grew me into the person that I am today. But if that is you, Please, friend, do not stay stuck in that just because you're making money or just because you have invested so much time and so much energy and you have friends there that you can't even imagine not having that part of your life. Maybe God's not asking you to get rid of it, but maybe he's asking you to expand and get another branch on your tree. So number one, what are your passions? Make a list of those. And the next one we're going to talk about are your proficiencies. These are all P words, proficiencies. And so let's just look at the definition of that. It's the state or quality of being proficient. It's having competence, advancement, progress. And so I want you to think about these could be very tactical kind of, these are very tangible things. So maybe for example, you used Excel in one of your jobs and you became an Excel guru. That is, that's a proficiency that I don't have. I, you know, I played in Excel, but I'm not, I'm not proficient in it. That's something that you can write down. Now that might not necessarily make you excited, but that's something that God could use in some way, shape, or form. For me, I went to high and went to college, not high school. I went to college to be a teacher, and the things that I learned to educate students in a classroom setting, I absolutely use today as a coach, when I present things on presentations, when I speak at conferences, I use those same gifts. And so they might not necessarily be what you think of as fun, but they're things that you have become really good at. And so what are the things that you are proficient in? You know, one of the things that I became really good at through network marketing was Facebook groups. That was something that I became really proficient in. How do you create a culture in a community within within a Facebook group? I learned that through doing Beachbody. We did challenges. And then what I did was I applied that to my boutique. I applied that then to my coaching business. I apply that now here to the podcast and the, and the, co- the community that I've created for the podcast. And if you're not in the Seek First CEO mindset and heart set community, I would love to invite you into that free space. And again, I've used that in the membership. So these are things that might not necessarily seem really exciting or sexy or that like really set you apart, but I promise you God wants to use these things in order to help you with your zone of impact, that inner circle. And so by the way, This, I I should have shared this with you early on, is that if you are a visual person, I actually draw a Venn diagram in Bloom Academy and we work through each one of these sections along with some other things throughout the, the course and it's a little Venn diagram. So thinking about those three circles and the first one we already talked about was passions. The second one we're talking about right now is proficiencies. What are you proficient in? What are you really good at? For me, I'm a speaker. Now, This is an area that I was born 
I was born with this. So that's another thing to highlight to you that some of these things you're proficient in, you might you might have been born with this gift. I mean, I used to get paid to be quiet when I was little because I love to talk. But here I am, I have a podcast and I speak on stages. And so how cool is that, that God used something that he gave me as a child for today? Some of you are really gifted in sports. So it might be that you're proficient in soccer or softball or whatever it may be. Write that down. God will use anything and nothing is by chance. So the first circle on the Venn diagram is passions. The second on the Venn diagram is proficiencies. And the last one we're going to talk about today is really kind of a twofold thing. And it's what pain have you been through and or what problem can you solve? That is probably to me the most intimidating one, because if we talk about pain, that means we've been hurt somewhere. But what I often find is, not often, always, God will use our pain, right? God promises to turn all things together to good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And so what have you gone through? Maybe you have gone through uh, divorce and you want to give the woman hope who has gone through something that is, is, you know, typically not looked at as positive, right? Uh, this is actually something we talk about in Made to Flow in the mastermind is that, you know, some to some women, maybe who have got out an abusive or, uh, you know, there was a, a, just some really toxic things going on in their marriage. Maybe divorce was a good thing for them. Maybe, maybe the woman that did not want to get a divorce and her husband divorced her, I mean, that's a terrible thing for them. I share that to say that you have a story and God wants to use your story for his glory, right? He wants to use your mess and turn it into a message. Let me give you an example for myself. So the pain that I have experienced since since uh, becoming an entrepreneur is different than the problem that I could solve when I became an entrepreneur. So the problem that I could solve when I became an entrepreneur was that postpartum mom. And part of it, there was some pain in that, in, in that story, right? I was postpartum. I felt really gross about myself. I wanted to learn how to be healthy. I didn't really want to just be skinny. I wanted to truly be healthy, breastfeeding, all the things. I wanted to make sure I was doing it right. I had a problem that I could solve. I could make fitness fun for a mom who has limited time, and doesn't maybe doesn't really like to food prep all the things. And so that was the problem that I was able to solve. And I was able to then, once I built a business, was able to solve a problem for the working mom who wanted to stay at home. So my story changed a bit, and so did the problem that I was able to solve. Now, insert 2018 after building, you know, six, seven, and eight-figure network marketing businesses and then losing them. When my pain turned into more of, I had this identity crisis. Once I lost that business, I was accused of something I didn't do. I lost everything. That is a whole other pain and story that I started with. And now I have another problem that I get to help women to solve. It's what lies are you believing? What soul wounds do you actually have? Your soul, by the way, is your mind, your will, your emotions. So this is why I talk a lot about mindset and then your heart set and soul care because your mind is where things, that this is where it starts, right? This is where you can get to the root of your issues. And so my story, which... If you're on my email list or if you're following me on social, you probably saw my post about, I used to hate my story. I hated my story because there was shame and there was confusion and there was still pain tied to it. I had to work through a lot of forgiveness. I had to work through a lot of really understanding more of who God is and more of who I am and my identity in Christ, regardless of what other people said about me. 
and really grieving the loss of this calling that I thought was my everything. And, and you know that I had made my business an idol. I've shared that testimony a lot. And so, but the pain that I have now and the calling that I have now, the zone of impact that I have now would not be where it is today if I hadn't gone through that. And so maybe you're still working through your story. If that's you, I would love to serve you in some way, whether that's in one-on-one coaching or my mastermind or in some way, but God does not want you to stay stuck in the story that you're in. He wants to use your story for his glory. And so once you can really sit down and write out your passions, write out what you're really good at, whether it was natural at birth or something you've learned over the years in your career or something you've just became good at. Like I was not an entrepreneur. I didn't go to school to do that, but I became really good at it because I did it all the time. And then of course your pain slash problems. What problem could you help people solve? What pain have you gone through that you have seen the restoration uh, and Jesus has met you in your pain so that now you can turn your pain into, often we say your pain into your purpose, but let's go back to what our purpose is. Your purpose has never changed. It's to glorify God. And I do believe that God used my pain to teach me how to praise him in the storm, to praise him in the valley, to praise him and learn more about who he is and to be in close relationship with him. But that, you know, at first that was for me. And now that's for other people because so much of the fruit of my life you get to see was from that dark, dark, dark season. So I am praying for those of you who are still working through your story and you haven't quite seen redemption or you haven't really felt like Jesus has met you in the mess. He wants to. One of the phrases that's been coming up a lot actually just spoke at a women's retreat a week ago and I'll bring this up because the phrase that kept coming up for me there was that Jesus wants to heal what you've been hiding maybe I'll do a whole podcast episode on that and really what that means but that's this idea of this pain and this problem that you've been dealing with and you have maybe been kind of like a skeleton in your closet God absolutely if you let him meet you in that pain so that he can then give you give you healing from that pain he would love to use that for his glory so that you can help the woman who is still in the fire. Some of you are, you know, you've come out of the fire and you still smell a little bit, but Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, right? They came out of the fire, the fiery pit, and they didn't smell. Jesus Jesus paid the price so that you don't smell. It doesn't mean you didn't go in the fire. doesn't mean that it didn't scare you for a minute, but it means that he was in there with you and he wants to heal what you have been hiding. So that is what I've got for you today from the three elements of, and thinking of a Venn diagram, those three circles and how they all overlap and right in the center there is your calling. It's what God's saying, hey, we're gonna use these passions, we're gonna use these proficiencies and we're gonna use this thing that you have worked through, whether it's a pain or a problem that you're able to solve. And for some of you, it's not this emotional thing. Some of you, it's like, I'm really good at building websites. That is a problem. Somebody like me does not know how to build a website. And so maybe you're a web designer and that is the problem that you solve. That's great. We need that. So it doesn't always have to be this like major emotional traumatic thing, but you have a problem that you get to help people solve. I want to add that in there. I'm very emotional. So I tend to go on the emotional side of things. And I always have to remember that not everybody, like that's not, that's not going to be everybody's story, right? So 
I am excited. What I would love for you to do is tag me on social as you are creating these lists of passions, proficiencies, and pain slash problem that you're help, you can help people solve. Tag me in this and send me a voice message on Instagram. Let me know how this was for you. And if you would like help actually walking through this with a coach, and actually it's two coaches, it's myself and one of the coaches that uh, works with me in the inner circle, She's gone through my certification program. Uh, We are going to both walk alongside you and help you really solidify what is God asking you to do in this season. And we'll do that through this eight-week Bloom Academy course to help you identify the calling, get clarity on it, and then make a plan in how to actually start taking action on it. So we start on Wednesday, November 2nd, and we end, we wrap up the last uh, we end up December 21st. And so right before the holidays, the, the very ending of the year holidays. And then of course that you have a plan running into 2023 with confidence and clarity and who God's created you to be so that you can walk out your purpose and walk out your calling. So let's pray. God, I thank you for these three areas that you are using in each of our lives. Lord, I thank you for the stories that you have written and that you are still writing. Jesus, we thank you for your blood and that you want to come in and heal the places that we have been hiding. So whether that pain uh, that someone is still experiencing, Lord, you want to turn that into a message of hope for other people. And so I pray for the woman listening to this who has been crying out to you, begging God, just tell me what I was created to do. I will do it, Lord. I pray that you meet her in that. Jeremiah 33.3 says, come to me and I will tell you hidden things you don't know. So I pray as she seeks your face and she spends time with you, Lord, that you continue to reveal to her what it is that she is created to do. And I pray for the woman who is considering bloom. If it is for her, Lord, I pray that she uh, has peace about it and she joins us and that it is such a beautiful time together. So Lord, we give you the glory, the honor, and the praise for the things that you've created us to do in Jesus name. Amen.